It's Singles Only Podcast Time. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. This episode features comedian, my friend, Beth Moore. Uh, we filmed this live, so you can watch it on my YouTube channel if you're not uh, watching it right now and you're listening wherever you listen. Uh, that's just youtube.com backslash Paul F. Comedy. You can also go to my website, Paul F. Comedy, for upcoming dates here in Florida in April and St. Petersburg and um, Fort Myers and Sarasota. So check those out. I'll be back in Chicago in May and back on the road in June to places like Detroit and I don't remember, but they're all on my website. Check it out. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. Listen, wherever you're listening to it right now, we are on multiple channels. We're going to try to streamline that in 2021. So go to the singles only page. Uh, I know we have it on the Laugh Factory channel. We have it on a few other channels. Um, for purposes of ratings and rankings, we're trying to streamline that. So go ahead and subscribe. I'll wait. Also review us. We haven't gotten a five-star review in a while, so we need you to do that. If you could, please, please, it helps so much. <sighs> Tell your friends, all that good stuff. And also, as always, please check out our sponsors. Hey, all you guys know that I used to be a lawyer. Still am, but, you know, kind of just in the background, if you will. But my friend, Scott Shapiro, he is a full-time lawyer. You guys maybe have injured on the job, need compensation, or you're just injured somewhere and you don't know what to do. You're entitled to way more money than you think you are sometimes. Not always, but most of the time. And my friend, Attorney Scott Shapiro, has been helping people for over 20 years in this regard. If you've been injured, give him a call. 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. He's a full-service law firm, so in addition to doing workers' comp cases, PI cases, he also handles all legal needs, including entertainment law. That's right. He's an entertainment lawyer. He's worked on a lot of musicians' cases, a lot of contracts, negotiations, and reviews of contracts for your needs, whether you're a comedian, musician, all that good stuff. All his consultations are free of charge initially, so don't take a chance and wait. Call him, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. Call him today. Tell him I sent you. You will not regret it. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar, your host. We do not have a voice of reason on this episode because we are filming remotely in St. Petersburg, Florida. We're actually filming it coastal collective it's a cool spot if you're listening to this podcast go watch it on the youtube page it's actually worth it the cool cool design it's very professional it's making me want to step up my game um thank you all for listening our guest today is one of my favorite human beings <laughs> in florida uh my my new only bestie in florida <laughs> yeah you're only i have i have best friends in chicago that have known me longer than you've been alive so but regardless you should be impressed nonetheless a very hilarious comedian that you know 10 years later when you guys go back and you've been canceled <laughs> we'll be like i had her first on my show beth moore comedian extraordinaire who just crushed two shows in a row that's too kind yeah it's accurate <laughs> how you doing beth i'm great i'm excited to be here yeah so 
Beth, I met you uh, when I first came to Florida back in November, and I was like, this girl's pretty funny. And then uh, and then I found out you just started comedy like this year, and you're already crushing it. So, Well, thank you. It's going to be a long, hard life for you, however, <laughs> dating dudes. So you ready for that as um, a comedian? You know, I, I think I've already paid my dues. Is that right? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Um... Maybe it's time to be an asexual starfish. I have okay. enough horror stories. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's going to be, I think that because of the patriarchy, because <laughs> I know that we're almost done with it because we elected <laughs> a vice president who's a female. Thankfully, I helped. So now I could be sexist. But um, you are going to have, it's really hard for com- guys who are dating to have a girl funnier than them that they're dating. How's that going to work out for you? I believe it. Um, I'm so new that I haven't really encountered a situation like that before. Um, always on dates, I do bring up my love of stand-up. Okay. And before I can even go into my desires or like what I'd want to do with it, guys always want to say, oh, I love it. Let me tell you my jokes. Let me mansplain how comedy works to you. Yeah, they just take yeah. the stage. So. Well, okay. So first of all, you're single. Yes. When was the last relationship you were in that was longer than a month? 2018. Okay. So how long was that relationship? I dated a guy for a couple years. That's a legit relationship. Yeah. And and was that here in Florida or back in in Mississippi? (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. (laughs) I know it's in one of the Carolinas. Uh, That was down here in Florida. Okay. Yeah. What how did what what happened? Why did you guys break up? Ooh, it was uh, overdue. It was a bad match from the start. How, two years? Yeah. Okay, so how did you meet this dude? Uh, so my gay best friend and I were getting breakfast at the beach, mm-hmm. and he was our waiter. He was super hot. Okay. And we both decided to leave our number because we couldn't decide which way he Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So we both left our number, and he ended up calling me, so I won. This sounds very familiar <laughs> to something that I know you for, but we'll talk about that another time. We'll talk about that later. Okay, so that's how you met this guy? Yes. And you lasted two years? Lasted two years from me leaving my number at breakfast. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how did it end? Tumultuously. <laughs> Stop avoiding the question. <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, I'm the type of person that it's like hard for me to walk away from something because I feel like I've invested a lot. So I don't want to just waste that investment. I'm like, it'll get better. I've already put this much into it. So I just wait until it totally falls apart. Yeah. Just what was the final straw? Oh, I took a backpacking trip and uh, he was supposed to hold on to my things while I was gone, while I was traveling and he sold all my furniture, my grandma's couch. Sold it. Yeah. Well, I think he made very little money, but he just got rid of it after promising that he would. Why would he do that? Wait, were you guys broken up? No. He just did that. It was kind of an open-ended thing. Like, I didn't know how long I'd be traveling. And uh, Did he contact you to say, I'm going to be selling this stuff? No. How does that, I don't know, there's something missing here. (laughs) Did he need money because he was going to jail or something? <laughs> no. Uh, he had to move out by a certain day? We 
had a huge fight before I left. And then, you know, he said, it means a lot to me that I can just take care of your stuff while you're gone. I know it's important to you. And then I was about to head back home and I was like, hey, I need to organize a time to pick up my stuff. He's like, about that. And then did you trigger him somehow on this trip? Did you like have a picture on Instagram with some <laughs> like foreign dude that like was like that triggered him to be like, fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't. No one can be that cold hearted unless you like triggered it. The I'm not I'm not blaming you, but I'm saying you can't he can't something must have triggered him. Uh, the way I left him, the way we left each did he other, not want you to leave. He did not. Okay. Um, I think he was acting out because he couldn't cope with me leaving and we got in a huge fight that ended in, um, property damage and <laughs> you damaged his property. Oh my gosh. See, heading into this, I was like, I wonder if this will come up. I wonder cause it's, <laughs> there's no good way to succinctly. <laughs> is there any criminal, is there charges pending in any courts right now that you can't no. talk about? Okay. We did get in a huge fight. Cops weren't called because he does have an arrest record. Okay. Cool fact I learned midway through the relationship. And, um, you know, he was kind of an abusive alcoholic. Okay. Roughed me up a little bit. Uh, and he, he, yeah. He what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a way to tell the story without making myself sound horrible. And without making him sound horrible, because he's a lovely person overall. But for the selling of property and and uh, physical harm, but yeah, yeah, it seems fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you damaged what of what? After <laughs> after I was physically harmed, uh, I did take a painting and ram it through his bedroom window. Okay. And uh, I want tit for tat. I want listeners to. <laughs> be reminded that we all sing along to Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats and Jasmine Sullivan's Bust the Windows Out Your Car. Sure. So I'm a sympathetic character in this situation. I don't, I, I, I think, <laughs> first of all, I don't think anyone is going to take his side based on everything you've said so far, except <laughs> him. I mean, if there's physical harm and you broke a window, that's, it's already your winning. And then on top of that, he sold your shit? Yeah. Eh, I think you're the... That's probably the worst thing I've ever done, but I okay. feel like I was provoked, you know. Sure. Okay, so that's an unhealthy relationship that you got out of. Yeah. That was 2018. So instead of, you know, breaking up with him long before it all came to that, I just waited until it combusted. And that's my style. So when he, when he sold your shit, you came back from... How long were you backpacking for? I was gone for a couple months. Okay. Yeah. You came back... You found out he stole, he sold your shit. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction? Is that when you broke the window out, or that was no, that was prior. before I left. Yeah. And then what did you do to escalate or combust the situation at that point, if anything? Um. Well, yeah, I just threw a fit and said things I wasn't proud of, and then I've never seen him again. I haven't seen him. Well, since. we have him here tonight. <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> there he is, <laughs> hiding behind the fern. There you are. Um. Okay, so 2018, that ends. What what did you do Decide that? Did you get right into a relationship, go on Tinder and bone a bunch of dudes, or find comedy, or something altogether differently, <laughs> or all of the above? Uh, after that, there were no prospects. 
Um, I dabbled a little bit in sugar dating and fandom. Okay. And For those who don't know, fandom is they purchase stuff of yours? No. Oh, no. Fandom is the... Go ahead. You're dominating on dudes. They pay you to shit on them and stuff. Yeah. I just okay. get to insult them incessantly, and then they worship me. I never have to meet them, and okay. then they send me lots of money to be and mean. And then the sugar daddy stuff, That did you have to do anything to do that? Uh, no. You can go on... You can set your parameters that there's no nothing, just hand jobs with gloves or something? <laughs> there are... A lot of different people on those websites that want a lot of different things. Some just want company. Right. Yeah, we've had guests that are yeah. sugar babies on okay. the show. Yeah. So Sarah Volpio, shout out. I I just would go if I wanted like a fancy dinner, and then I'd get a few hundred dollars just for going to get a fancy dinner. And the dinner. food, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> okay. That's good. So It's benign. You did that. You did the fandom stuff. I feel like that was good uh, therapy for you as well, right? Getting the shit on dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then what did you decide after that? When's the next time you went back into a relationship? I have not been in a relationship since. Okay. And you're on the apps. I know that because we took over your <laughs> Tinder for a while. That during was the a capital great experiment. During the capital invasion, we, we, tr- we were doing God's work <laughs> or the FBI's work by finding people that <laughs> were at the capital. No joke. We're in Florida, so... People were uh, matching with you that uh, may or may not have admitted to being at the Capitol on January 6th. (laughs) And then you also, uh, have you dated women before? I have not. And is that something you're trying to do as well? It is something that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you were there the night. Oh, yes. (laughs) We will bring that up. Yeah, so... uh, I kind of went on a drunken rant one night with you about how I've always wanted a lesbian experience, but from everything I know, just from TV and film, all lesbian storylines, I always see them falling for a straight girl that decides she prefers dick, and then they're heartbroken. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to be a sexual tourist. But you were, in that situation, you could have been the tourie, the other person, (laughs) right? I don't know how it works. No? I don't know. I don't want to, you know, ex- experimenting on another human being. That's not. Okay. It, they would have to be super okay. How do you vet people that just want to be an experiment? How do I do that? Sure, Without sure, sounding sure. like a fuck boy or a fuck girl. Okay. There's a camera there. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, so you weren't, you were, um, thank you. We're, uh, you were, uh, sorry, we have John Silman walking in on, uh, our productions. Hey, John. Bye, John. Uh, that's okay. Uh, we just did a show, and that's where we're at here. Um, letting people behind the fourth wall. You don't want to be the fuck girl, fuck boy. What do, what do, what do you mean? I don't want to be a fuck girl where I'm like, I'm not interested in a relationship. I just want to see what it's like. It's like uh, using another person. If you're the person that they're pursuing, though, how does that work? I'm confused. Okay, so let's let's take a step back. You're talking about the the shows that you watch on TV, and then they decide they want dick. Uh, the girl that's being pursued, right? Yeah, the girl that thinks she wants a lesbian experience, but yeah, she really prefers. So dick. you're worried about you're worried that you'll be the one that prefers the dick, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, what if you're the other person where you're 
pursuing it and then they're also experimenting and then you guys both decide you want dick separately that would work out but okay. how do i so <laughs> i don't know the answer <laughs> but we had a situation where we did i did a show and there was a girl in the audience that bought one of my shirts and uh and the brother also was interested in you and i thought that she was just talking to me to help her brother work on you and then i thought she was interested in me and the brother was just being your wingman turns out this is a true story <laughs> and this was a life-altering experience for me the brother and the woman were both interested in beth <laughs> that was a great night for me yeah we uh we thought that uh we weren't sure. I was kind of sure that she was more into you. I was like, ah, I think it was all a ploy. Because in my ego head, what people don't know about comedy comedians is if you have a good show, you're on top of the world. <laughs> you think that everybody wants you. And I thought that I'm like, I'm very competitive too. I thought, I'm like, all right, let's see what happens. And the girl sent me a picture. I'm like, oh, look at this shit. And then she sent you the same picture, but much better. Yeah. With <coughs> boobs and stuff. And I was like, all right. So I lost that one. Yeah. And she's still pursuing you. And the guy is also still pursuing you. Yeah. And I, I'm not getting anything. That night. Yeah. I mean, my my rant about my my bi-curious, my bi-curiosity bi is pretty ignorant. But I was drunk that night. I thought it was funny how she heard me say all those things about my fears. Right. Of trying she overheard all this, by the and way. And it was like, uh, she was just on standby and... It's like she didn't hear the brunt of it. She just came over and she's like, so what you're saying is, is you're curious. Yeah. That's all she took she away from it. She was <laughs> aggressively pursuing you, as was her brother. Very interesting. Yeah. And and nothing panned out. I got invited to a clothing optional retreat. Yes. Which I, I would love to try, but, you know, now I don't want to yeah. run into this person that I ghosted. The Yeah, that's true. You can you can still reach out to her. It's not really ghosting if you stay in touch. Maybe she'll hear this and you can re reunite. This will be. Is that somebody though? That that woman is that someone that you would kind of you can pique your curiosity with? I mean, would that work or no? I don't know. Maybe I should just send her a message right now and ask her: Are you okay with me using you? It's not using. It's you're being part of the process of your growth and her growth too. Teach maybe me. she maybe she wants to be that. In those situations, the the porn settings for lesbians, I think, are I know for the for the gay community porn, there's like gay guys that try to convert straight guys, mm. and that's like a very popular uh, gay uh, what do you call it <laughs> script in the porns. What are they? What are the, the porn? The porn script. You know when there's like stepmoms for, for straight people. It's a good gay narrative. Yeah, yeah. it's a gay narrative. <laughs> narrative is the word I'm thinking of. COVID brain. But um maybe that she's okay with that. Maybe she's just like, Hey, I wanna I wanna teach somebody. Maybe it's like uh grooming. Mm. Could be. No? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> if anyone out there, if any I'm just is that is your only concern that you feel that you're using her or is there other concerns that you're just like you're still hesitant about uh experimenting with uh your bisexuality or bi curiosity, I should say. Uh yeah, that's pretty much the only reason is the guilt of feeling like I'm I'm not committed to seeing what could unfold. I just want to fuck around and find out what I like. <laughs> 
do you have that same guilt with with men? No. Why is that? Uh, guys want to be used. They are totally fine with that. Okay. Interesting. No, I, I think that's true. <laughs> Not always, but a good majority sure. of the time. Well, have you gone on dates with people on apps or anything like that since uh, 2018? I know. I, I'm sorry. After the fandom and after the sugar uh, baby era. Um, I've tried, but the apps I've never had much luck with at all. Um, have you gone on dates though? Yeah. And, and have they ended poorly or ended hilariously or have they ended meh? <laughs> Just a lot of dead ends. Like there was this one guy, I've only met a few people off Tinder actually. Um, the last time I did that, the guy was not smiling, showing his teeth in any of the photos, and I found That's out there was a reason. Why? And it's definitely it's just no busted. Oh, summer teeth. <laughs> busted can of biscuits teeth. Busted, what'd you say? <laughs> busted can of biscuits teeth. Biscuits. <laughs> That's rude. Well, what about what about Hinge or Bumble or the other apps? Like those are more less of a hookup app here. I don't know. They feel all the same to me. The Hinge one has all the information on the person. Like, there's no surprises. And if if they have a picture where they're, if there's a commonality of the pictures are only their close-up faces and not their bodies or their mouths are closed or they're all wearing, things. or they're skiing in every picture, there's something wrong. But, I mean, you're a smart girl. You can figure that shit out and find people on there. Yeah, I I'm obviously not smart enough if the whole <laughs> closed mouth smiling thing, I didn't. Well, it's a learning experience. Trial it's, a, and error. it's a curve that you learn uh, from being on the apps with with time. And that it's sounds not like exhausting. It's not exhausting. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I've met like so many people on the apps and they always end up, honestly, I don't have bad experiences on there. I have a few, but all of them end up with like, there's a silver lining in all of them. So you're like, oh. This could be material, but no, <laughs> I don't. A lot of people think that, that that's not true, but um, yeah, you should go on the apps. You're not going to meet people in real life. That's what I prefer. I get such a rush of in having like cute meetings in real life. Okay, where are you going to meet people in real life? Comedy shows? That's <laughs> not going to happen. I've already told you, and I've told everybody else on this show: do not date comedians if you, unless you're just toxic and want to be with more <laughs> toxicity i mean you heard I, the story of my last relationship so yeah. he wasn't a comedian though right no. he was a waiter he but you hooked up is. with comedians i know you told me that uh-huh. so, okay well don't do that <laughs> well i think it's weird because i think you and i talked about it in john Silman, who walked in here earlier in florida i feel like there is this th- the hookup it happens a lot where there's men and women in the comedy scene that hook a ball. And I guess it happens all over, but it, here it's just like, they just don't give a shit. There's a lot of pairings <laughs> in this scene here. It's not a good, it doesn't end well. <laughs> and that's the thing. If you're doing comedy every day, which you're hopefully going to be doing soon, you're not going to meet people in real life because you're not going to the places where quality, uh, healthy <laughs> humans are. Healthy humans don't do stand-up open mic comedy. <laughs> they don't. We don't. I'm I'm including myself. But um. So do you think that only 
crazy people can date sane people for it to work. You no, don't think it. I think Silver Linings people. Playbook. So <laughs> yes, that's a great movie. Well, what do you want to get married and have kids? Is that even a goal of yours? Or one or the other? I never want to have kids. Okay, so that's that gives you unlimited time. But I would like to find love. I would like to find a life partner. Okay, why? Uh, split the rent, split the bills. <laughs> that's like so sad yeah. that that's such a priority. I got to find someone so I can afford. To can live. you, um, do you believe in uh, monogamy or the concept of traditional marriage? I think that it can work. Okay. It does seem a little elusive. The relationship you had in 2018, that was two years. Were you guys, did anyone cheat on, you, on the other people, on the other person? No. Okay. And did you, was that the longest relationship you've had? No. Okay. What's the longest relationship you had? Four years. Four years? How old were you though? 17 to 21. Okay. Does that really <laughs> count? Oh, did he you was lose there your virginity to that guy? Yes. Okay. So, and Took that's me to my senior prom. Small town. Did you lose it on senior prom? <laughs> no, I. Ooh, I lost my virginity on my dad's birthday. Okay. <laughs> His birthday is on Halloween, though. Okay. Which is like the sexiest holiday in existence. Sure, I can agree with that. So I will need a little less judgment. <laughs> Were you dressed? Well, you started with my dad's birthday instead of saying Halloween. Were you dressed? Were you guys dressed up? I was, yeah. What were you dressed up as? I was a sexy Holden Caulfield. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, then your boyfriend when you were 17 was a complete nerd? (laughs) So into it. (laughs) What does even Holden Caulfield look like? Nobody knows. It was no movie. just looked moody and like... I was better than everyone else. But he was a man. Yeah. I okay. wore like some plaid and shit. What did he wear? I really don't know. <laughs> I really can't remember. <laughs> you lost your virginity dressed as Holden Caulfield. That's me. This is this is answers so many questions. <laughs> so you were you dated that guy for four years. Then you went to college? Yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. then what happened there? Dated in college. He cheated on me twice. Was he, were you guys at the same school? Yes. You went to school together. Yes. I oh actually no. followed him to that school. <sighs> it was so bad. I was so foolish and threw away a four-year uh, academic scholarship to follow him to NC State because I was so Where were you going to go? What was your other choice? UNC Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't break it. <laughs> it's not like it was Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> the scholarship money, sure. though. Is yeah, you saved some money. <laughs> the NC State wouldn't give you any money? They did, but it was deferred. Mm. I had to pay out of pocket my first year. How long after you guys went to college did he cheat on you? Freshman year? He cheated on me as soon as I moved to the city. And then again, right before my 21st birthday. He's older than you? Yes. Okay. One year old. So you're f- you moved into the city to start school. Yes. And, and as soon as. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's devastating. So why do you believe in traditional? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, are your parents still together? They are. Okay. And how long have they been together? 
Oh, man. That's a good a question. I should know that. Yeah, it's fine. Bad daughter. I mean, I already told you about my years. virginity story, so yeah. obviously I'm a bad daughter. Okay. So they're together, So they and you're from a sm- How big was your high school? Graduating class was 130. Oh, dear God. Okay. <laughs> this explains so much. Well, I think, okay, let's, let's start with this. You want to get in a traditional monogamous relationship, possibly marriage, I assume. Okay, you don't want to have kids. Never. Okay. <laughs> so what are the things that you've learned that you can't deal with in a relationship? Like what are your deal breakers then? Like um, physical or mental or whatever? I think that uh, finding someone that's willing to always work on themselves and not be like, I can't help this is the way I am, take it or leave Never it. Never being satiated. <laughs> Right? No, like, I guess people that uh, don't work on their stuff, like... Their problems that yeah. don't, work, don't work to improve what they know or... Yeah, they think that they're a finished product and that they can improve. We're always improving. Yeah. Fair. That's, that's, that's very vague and open. <laughs> a lot of people are willing to do that, I think, uh, at least if they're younger and uh, open-minded. What are the other things that you're like? deal breakers teeth bad teeth bad teeth probably yeah um probably should find someone that has a good understanding of bipolar and mental illness i've had that weaponized against me in every relationship okay so because you have bipolar yes when were you diagnosed with bipolar 19 okay so you knew you've had it and uh the guy that you dated in 2018 knew that you had it Bipolar yes. disorder, okay. And they weaponized it? Not him, but people have weaponized it? What do you mean by that? Uh, use it against me in arguments and to, like, manipulate or hurt me. Okay. <laughs> so do you think you have to find somebody else who's sympathetic to your diagnosis? Or would it be bad if you both had <laughs> bipolar and you're not manic at the same time or calm? I think I could deal with someone else with a mental illness. It would mean that, you know, they would have a better understanding of me. Maybe or we could. someone that's had it in their family. Yeah. That might be better. Because I, <laughs> I don't think if you, unless you have compatible disorders that are like <laughs> complement each other. I don't know what would complement bipolar. But I would assume two bipolars are, it's like the horoscopes when like you shouldn't date Libras or whatever. So true. <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> fucking Libra is. Okay, so someone that has sympathy for uh, your mental diagnosis. I don't even, I don't, I mean, is it an illness? I guess it is, yeah. technically. But you're normal. Everyone's everyone's abnormal. There's just healthy and unhealthy. Um, okay, that's, I think guys will put up with that. What <laughs> else? Um, <clears throat> I do have like, a series of questions I ask on first dates. Let's hear them. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm going to play uh, uh, Brian in this situation. I'm uh, I'm uh, working on my my uh, graduate in graphic arts, and uh, I'm working on myself. I uh, I was uh, I I had a credit card scandal when <laughs> I was younger. Uh, when I was 17, I'm working on myself to get better. Uh, I'm diagnosed with uh, ADHD. I take medication for it. I uh, had pro- I had depression for two years. Um, I'm weaning off Prozac. 
we've met on Hinge. Go. What's okay. your first date? And we're at the coffee shop or the place where you met your ex at 2018. <laughs> that restaurant. All right. So who did you vote for in 2016? I am not allowed to vote because I'm a felon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have voted for uh, uh, 2016. I, v- I vote for Hillary. Okay. I'll vote for it. I still vote for it. I write her in every year. Okay. On everything. <laughs> My condo board, everything. I'm a big fan. Okay, so. Down with the patriarchy. This is great. That's one question. What are the other questions? You're totally, you you're just like taking notes of everything I want <laughs> and you're projecting it back to me. No, right? well, <laughs> you said you have multiple questions. So that was one. All right. So Brian passes. Are you transphobic? No, I'm not. I think that uh, I like. I have no problems with that. I don't know if I would be able to be with someone who's transphobic, but I'm okay with their life decisions. And I, and I, if their pronoun is they, I'm cool with that. Okay. Brian. And also, uh, by the way, if people are tuning in, I'm playing a role as Brian. This isn't <laughs> me. Uh, also, uh, Brian in this situation is, uh, is uh, 52. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what's your age demographic <laughs> i'm trying 42 42 all right i guess i'm 30 now so okay so what else what are the th- what else all right uh do black lives matter yes of course okay and do you want to have kids no i hate kids i already have six brian we just might go out on a second date it's okay that brian has six kids oh oh, oh. Be a stepmom. i was ar- i was getting so ahead oh, of myself because yeah. brian was sounding kids. so good Six kids, but they're all uh, in um, in Alabama, where where uh, I spent time in okay. prison. I don't have to have they're a mothering role. Okay, they're seventeen's the youngest. So like, when you can't get it up, one of your <laughs> kids might. <laughs> <laughs> Forty-two. It's not fifty. I mean, I'm okay. thinking long term. What are the other questions you asked on these dates? So far, this is, seems pretty standard. Those are That's it? the only ones, and I had to start asking those because yeah. of the series of bad dates I had when I first moved here. Florida well, is crazy. Right. That's definitely a true thing. <laughs> but I think that that's something that can work to your advantage, too. I think that you can have uh, people who um, are, are, are used to just anything goes type of mentality yeah so that can help with people that are sympathetic to uh your bipolar disorder um i think i don't know but are you okay with a guy who has kids as long as he doesn't want any more he's fixed honestly when i'm swiping even though i don't ever really meet up with anyone i'll still swipe left on anyone that's like as soon as i see dad in the bio oh really yeah just i think it's uh, fine but see those are the type of people that a father uh who has a kid a lot of kids will have mental disorders and they'll be sympathetic and it might be someone that can kind of nurture you might have a little emotional intelligence and they're going to be emotionally way more mature than dudes that that are the guys that you were swiping on that were guns. You're selling guns me on dads right now. Yeah, I think you should date like a dad. A 40-year-old dad. Uh, he's a construction worker. Um, getting his master's in um, Chinese <laughs> history. I don't know. 
I'm into it. Where okay, is so he? what are the those are the negative? What are the what are the things that you look for? What are the positives that you're like? Okay, these are I'm attracted. Who's like your crush in like uh, in like the celebrity world? So that looks wise that these uh, guys should this guy should look like Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, he's the sexiest man sure, in the he's world. My top ten. Jake. He's not watching Please. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what about like uh, um, would you date? Okay, you now agree with me that you're not going to date comedians, right? Yes. Okay. You can date. It's going to be hard for you to find people. What if they're not funny? What if this guy that you just went on a date with, the hypothetical of Brian, he's 42 years old. Um, he voted for Hillary. He uh, His son has bipolar disorder. They're adults. And uh, he's working on himself and all that stuff. But... I think the funny bone is a deal breaker. He's not funny. Like he's like his favorite comedian is Gallagher. He's like I love fucking Gallagher. No, he's like, you can have watermelons on your stage. You could do <laughs> you could do it with the uh, you can do it with the uh, with the uh, pecan pie, and then just blow it all up. <laughs> I don't know what North Carolina is known for. Yeah, like if Brian's favorite show was Big Bang Theory or something, I'd be like, no, it's not going to work. That's a deal breaker for me. Yeah. If someone watches that show or Two and a Half Men, I'm like questioning them. Yeah, I'm like, for come sure. on. Yeah. That's it's a, a red flag. We just talked about that. Um, oh, I think we were all at Waffle House. I was like, I, w- I was uh, after shows uh, trying to be a wingman and a woman was like, her favorite comedian was Jay Leno. I'm like, I can't. I can't even talk to you anymore. Oh, yeah. See, those are deal breakers. But... No comedians. What about like a musician? Uh, Brian, him and his friends are in a band on the side. They play uh, there in a Everclear uh, Sugar Ray cover band. Two out of three boyfriends were musically inclined. I've Kay. always been into that. That could be nice. So you're gonna you're gonna go back on the apps, <laughs> and you're gonna find this guy, and you're gonna stop swiping left on dads. <laughs> I'm serious. But go on Hinge and Bumble. I don't think Tinder is more of a hookup app. I think it I th- I think it goes in spurts, but right now I think those are the ones you gotta go to. Bumble and find and hinge. Find some stability. But also let them know that you're gonna be doing comedy seven days a week. You can only meet with them for dinner at five. Five is a good time to eat dinner because you have shows a night and Brian, who's forty two, eats early anyway because he's old. So <laughs> I didn't know that Maybe you were sh- gonna solve all my life problems tonight. Uh I've got a, I'm a gift. I've got a gift here. Beth, we are way over time. This is we can c- keep talking about hypothetical Brian all night. But um I think we've done enough here to set you right. And I think uh you need to go out there and uh and shine. But right. don't get married. I want you to go <laughs> on dates and I want you to see how it's outdated institution and then come back on the show in a year and be like, "Yeah, Paul, <laughs> how did you know every, how did you how were you so omniscient?" <laughs> where can people find you uh other than on the dating apps where can people find you in your upcoming shows and uh upcoming career and I'm, dm you <laughs> i am gonna be at dark door spirits next saturday it's my next this show is gonna, they're not gonna know that tell they're them where they can know. find your sites don't oh, okay. don't promote I, misunderstood. Shows <laughs> I thought that's what you meant <laughs> I mean, this isn't gonna air until 2022 um, I'm on Instagram, Beth underscore Mo. Uh-huh. Find me. Website? Website is morebethmore.com. 
that is a new work in progress. Give it a few days. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I helped you decide that name because you had a, what was your other name you were thinking of doing? The Beth Lab was. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> Beth. You're awesome. Thank you for doing the podcast. Thank you all for listening and watching. If you if you sat through this, we really appreciate it. This is such a cool site. I'm going to do another podcast here as soon as possible. If you haven't already, subscribe, review, rate me. Thank you for making this the number one podcast in the Chicago Reader. And also, um, check out our sponsors. But I'm still